Mama. Maman. Mom. Mommy. Mommy. This is Mother Mine. Reflections on our mothers and how they've shaped us. 32. Ornamental. When I was little, we called our parents by their names. I called my mother Alda and my father Rusty. We lived on a farm with two other families and uh, there were eight kids, I think. And we all called our parents by their names and we called, you know, all the adults by their first names. And then when we moved from there, um, we just continued it. And then later, I think at least the three oldest of us kept that up pretty much, but the younger kids tended to call Alda mom. And in my later years, I called her mom when I was talking to her. But if ever I talked about her, I think I always called her Alda until the last few years of her life. Near the end of her life, I called her mom and referred to her as my mom. Early in my life, I don't remember a lot about her. Growing up, we had maids until after my father died. And so I don't remember a lot about her. I don't know what she did during the day. If we stayed home sick, one of the maids would take care of us. And she pretty much let us do anything we wanted. She didn't put a damper on anything we did. Once when I was uh, a teenager, late teenager, my brother and I took a bicycle trip from New Hampshire down to um, Woods Hole and then took the ferry over to Martha's Vineyard. Mom wrote a note that she had notarized that said, Amanda and Anthony have my permission to travel wherever they want. And something to that effect. Anyway, we took it with us. I wish I still had it. She wanted me to have things like permanence and wear frilly dresses. And uh, fortunately, I had a younger sister who sort of took over that role. So when Toby got to be the age where, you know, she could be feminine, mom sort of let me be. I tended to wear boys' clothes, baggy things. I played with the boys. I wasn't home a lot. And when I was, I spent a lot of my time reading. My father taught me to play tennis. The things I really valued, I think my father taught me how to use his tools and um, what a good sportsman was like. And at one point, Alda had me take ballroom dancing because she thought that I should learn how to dance and be a girl. And I hated it. And my father traveled a lot, so he didn't actually know about all this until one time when he said he'd walk me to dance class. And as we were walking, he asked me, why I was so quiet. And I said, uh, well, I hate dance. I'm always picked last and I just hate it. So he said, well, why do you go? And I said, because mom said I had to. So he said, well, if you don't like it, you don't have to go. And we turned around and walked home. So he stood up for me for things like that and kind of saw me for who I was, which I always thought mom didn't. She loved beautiful things. She loved decorating her house. Our house was always elegant in a certain way, but not precious, but it was beautiful. 
she cared about colors and how things looked um and she was very attractive she was quite beautiful and attractive and attracted men and liked being attractive to men and had a sort of coquettishness about her so one of the things that i was clear about was that i did not want to be like her in that way so i didn't want to be attractive to men so when i met lynn who's my husband i didn't try at all to have him like me although i liked him a lot but the friendship part of it was important at first and then later we became lovers and that was wonderful but I was careful not to let my mom in too much on my relationship with Flynn because I didn't want her to spoil it for me. My mother and I never really fought. It was more of a sort of a standoff. I don't ever remember yelling at her or her yelling at me, but we disagreed on a lot of things. When my father died, I kind of thought that the wrong parent had died. I needed some authority. I needed somebody whom I thought was strong. And I didn't think my mother was that. Although in retrospect, I think she actually was. Near the very end of her life, when she was in her 90s, she and I grew very close. And I'm glad for those last few years with her. I learned a lot from her, about her. And we could laugh and talk about what we knew of each other and what we didn't know of each other. And I could see more of who she was. And as I reflected, I could think about who she was and the wonderful things she had done. She was actually quite a remarkable person. She uh, raised seven children. She did theater, staging theater, and she did a little directing, community theater. She had a love for words. She loved words. She was a poet, and she knew how to use words. And so there were lots of things about her that I didn't pay attention to, but that in thinking back were quite, quite remarkable. And also, the more I got to know about her, the more I really appreciated the kind of way she led her life. She led her life the way she wanted to lead it. And I guess I lead my life the way I want to lead it. Before she died, I told her I wanted to plant a tree in our yard in honor of her memory of her. I said, what would she like? And she wanted an ornamental plum, which was a typical thing. It's a beautiful tree, but it's kind of delicate in a certain way. And it has beautiful pink blossoms. And I look out on it every day and I love it. It almost died at one point. People told me to chop it down, dig it up, and plant another tree, but I couldn't quite do it. It's like I couldn't quite let go of my mother. So I, not knowing anything about pruning, I took some pruning things to it and cut out all the, the rotten parts or the parts that weren't working and really trimmed it way back. And if it didn't just come back, Sort of like my mother. My mother almost died at one point and everybody thought she was going to die. But she didn't. She survived and lived to be 99. So I look out on it every day and I love it. And I think of her. And I think of her. She's like that tree. That tree's like her.
Thank you so much for listening to Mother Mine. I'd like to say a huge thank you to all of our contributors. If you'd like to submit your thoughts about your mother, we'd love to hear from you. Just visit OurMothersOurselves.com. That's OurMothersOurselves.com. And click on Mother Mind for details of how to participate. There will also be a link in the show notes. I'd like to say a huge thank you to each and every one of our Kickstarter backers. Your generous contributions have made Mother Mind possible, and I am so grateful. Mother Mind is created by me, Katie Semro, and produced in conjunction with Our Mothers Ourselves. Buenas noches, mi amor. Duerme bajo el rosal. Con las manos.